Well, good morning. My name is Yomiko Nakagawa. I'm one of the pastors at Wellspring Church. Uh, in case you, if you're new today or visiting us today, welcome. I'm so glad you joined us. And in case you missed, we have an annual meeting today after, right after this, which actually you're more than welcome to join us too, to see how we are in a Sunday worship, but also how do we live together even in business and kind of how we uh, dream together and do church together too. And so before the interest of time, and there are a lot of things that's going on at church right now. There are a lot of things on people's mind. Where are we going to be in six months? How's it going? Are we going to find a place? So I thought it would be good for us, instead of me talking to you, we collectively pause together. So instead of a sermon today, it's a devotion, meditation. That's why when you open a bulletin, Blank page. You can jot down whatever in your mind uh, you have. And if you're watching us online too, I hope you have a journal or something to write down. You don't have to download the sermon notes because it's a blank page. So you might as well just pull your blank page somewhere. <laughs> well, last week, uh, if you were here, if you uh, watched us online, we have read the Gospel of Matthew 17, 1 to 9 together. I know it's been a week, so I don't know how many of you remember, but you might remember our friend Pat Soaking came up, did amazing reading. Did that jog your memory? It's the passage that where Jesus took Peter, James, and John and went up to the mountaintop together. And there, Jesus transformed. His face was shining like the sun, and his clothes turn white. Then Moses and Elijah showed up out of nowhere. And they started talking with Jesus. And when Peter saw all of this, that compelled him to say something and to do something. So he said, Wow, I'm going to make shelters for all three of you. That will be wonderful. It is so good that we're here today. And right when, Peter said that, right when this voice of God came from above and said, this is my dear son. I am delighted with him. Listen to him. Pay attention to him. Listen to Jesus. Pay attention to Jesus. I want us to pause here today. Pay attention to Jesus. If God were to say this to you today, right here, right now, what would come to your mind? If God were to say to this to you, pay attention to Jesus, what would come to your mind? Some of you might be thinking, I don't know how to pay attention to you. I don't even know you're real. And some of you 
might say, I've been trying to pay attention to you, Jesus, and you know where to find. I've been trying. For some of you, when you hear pay attention to Jesus, maybe honestly the feeling that comes to your mind, like myself, is a little bit of a sense of guilt or feeling bad. It's like, oh, yeah, I wasn't paying attention to you this week. Or some of you, it is a joy that bring, comes to your mind when you hear pay attention to Jesus because you'll be thinking, oh, yes, I know. When I pay attention to you, Jesus, lots of things, good things I see in this world. I see beautiful things. Whatever the thoughts is, what comes to your mind? I want us to just um, take three minutes, write down, or just think, uh, reflect on this word, pay attention to Jesus. Honest feeling, thoughts, honest response. You're not sharing with anyone, so you can just write it down, or you can just think. And if it's helpful, close your eyes and meditate. And I'll come back in three minutes, and that will be the cue for you to wrap up. And we'll continue. I don't know if this couple of minutes was enough for you. Uh, if not, go ahead and maybe spend time on thinking about this question. Uh, you may, if you're part of a small groups, that might be a good place for you to share what came up to your mind during this time of reflection, and or even maybe talk about pay attention to Jesus. What's your response? Whatever came up in this little time, I hope this helps us in a small way to get a good start with Lenten season. 
Lent is a 40 days before Easter that we spend in a Christian calendar, which started last Wednesday with Ash Wednesday. So we, with that, we started countdown 40 days to Easter. And our hope is that in this season of Lent, we will be mindful of paying attention to Jesus, seeing Jesus in our lives. Because I think it's oftentimes hard, maybe that's only me, or maybe me and a few other people, but I think it's hard to pay attention to Jesus, especially if you are going through something in the middle of it and you don't know how it's going to end. You kind of feel like, where is Jesus? Well, you might be so consumed that you may not have bandwidth to even ask that question. Your life is so busy, you just, next, it's Monday, and next thing you know is Friday already, and you just, I don't know what happened to my weekdays. Um, sometimes people like me who feels very comfortable and happy in everyday life, it's just that distracts me from paying attention to Jesus. And that's why I think Lent is a very helpful season for us to pause and think and ask a question. Jesus, where are you? And oftentimes, traditionally, Christians uh, give up something or fast during the Lent just to have that reminder in your daily life to remind yourself, oh, did you pause today to think about God? At Wellspring, we're going to do two things differently on Sunday to remind us and pause and see, pay attention to Jesus. And these two new things are going to start in two weeks. So we're not starting immediately next week, but uh, those two new things we're going to start in two weeks, one of the thing is Lenten Sermon Series. And we're going to do a sermon series called Meant for Good. Uh, it's the series on life of Joseph who is an Old Testament character. So we're going to be reading the stories of Joseph. And as we go through this series, our encouragement and hope is to pay attention to Jesus in the story of life of Joseph. The second thing, the second, wait, second, wait, one second of the two new things that we're going to do is Lenten sharing. I think a while ago, um, you folks have done that in this church. Uh, I don't, quite remember. Uh, I don't, maybe I wasn't here, or maybe I wasn't paying attention. Either way, we get a second go of this, but we invite, we will invite uh, people from this community every week to share a story. Each person will share a story, and all the stories will be along the theme of meant, it, meant for good, like God meant it for good. And there will be two types of stories in this. Some of you come up and share a story that has beginning and ending. You look back. Maybe you went through trials. Maybe you went through the hard time. And you are now looking back the hard time. And you can say, God meant it for good. That was meant for good. You will share what God has done in your sharing so that we can join you and say, wow. God meant it for good. That's what we say, right? When we read the, if you have read the stories of, story of Joseph and the Bible, when we look back his life, we say, wow, you went through a lot, Joseph, but God meant it for good. But when Joseph was in the middle of it, in the thick of it, 
I don't know, each day in a dungeon, he ended his day saying, oh, God meant it for good, and today was the greatest day. I'm not sure if he said that, right? Just like that, when we're going through it, it's hard to say meant it for good. So some of you will bring that story that has beginning, but the story that you're in the middle, in the middle, of, the middle of it. So it doesn't have an ending. Maybe you're going through questions, um, uncertainties, or really hard time, and you don't know how this is going to land. You don't know what's the point of all this that you're experiencing. You will share that with the community. But in addition to the story that you bring and share, I hope you bring the hope to say, I'm sharing this because I'm in the middle of it. But I'm sharing it with the hope that one day I can look back and say, God meant it for good. And inviting community to join in the story and join in the waiting and hoping for the day that you can look back together with this community, say, God meant for good. For example, if I were to bring uh, Lenten sharing, my sharing would be a look back, It'd be something that has beginning and end, beginning and end. A couple of weeks, ago, about a month ago already, uh, I went to Florida for midwinter, which is our denomination's pastor's conference. And there I met up with a, a pastor. Her name is Pastor Kat Hampson. She's the lead pastor of High Rock Brookline Church in Massachusetts soon to be called with a new name, uh, which is not announced yet, but as of today, it's High Rock Brookline Church, which is the church I, along with a few other people, uh, planted over, I think, almost over 10 years ago. We planted together. I was on the staff from the beginning and served as a, past, as a pastor. And um, towards the, my last assignment at that church was to be the interim lead pastor. And Pastor Kat came in after me, and she's the lead pastor. And when I had that meeting, going in, I wasn't quite sure what would come out from the meeting. I was a little bit nervous. So we did a chit-chat. I knew, I knew Pastor Kat from before, so we, we were friends. So we're like, hey, how's your friend? How's your family? How's whatever? And then I asked the question, of, so how's, how's the church going? How are you doing at church? And she paused a little bit and she said, you know, Yumi, I don't know how to say this, but I'm in a honeymoon stage with the church. I love the church. And when she said that, it made me so happy because I knew how church was when I left. I knew how people were. She went on sharing, naming all these people who I knew, who remembered their first day walking into church to the way that they got integrated, and they were, by the time I left, they were struggling. Because the church, um, church went through a lot of transition. Um, they had lost lead pastor. Lead pastor left on to do something else, and this church, Hyrule Brookline, had this dream one point to do a joint fellowship, 
joint Sunday worship with another church who do not look like them. High Rock Brookline is predominantly Asian American and white, and we wanted our Sunday to look like God's kingdom, so we decided to do joint Sunday worship every single week with this predominantly African American church. People had a high hope, excited, but it fell through with lots of pain after about a year. That coincided about the time the lead pastor left. And this is a church that every year, any church in Boston, every year, about a third of the population leave the church because they leave Boston every July. And every September, you get a whole set of new people, make new friends, integrate them, and then to say goodbye. So it's a church with ongoing transition and this all significant trauma that they went through. So I remember how the church was. People were tired. These are the people with very um, stressful job. They may work in America's best hospital, hospital, or they might be in a business. They might be in a research. These are the people who are overworked in their professional life. They have a family to care for, and they serve in a church. They're exhausted, tired, hurt, and broken from all the experiences they had. But to hear Pastor Kat describing, oh, so so so-and-so is leading this ministry, and they're loving it. And -and so-and-so now is a chair of the senior leadership, and she is great. We have all these young kids growing up, now helping out with the youth. Just to hear the names of the people who are tired, exhausted, brokenhearted, to be enjoying church. Pastor Kat bringing new life to this church that was so on the verge of, felt like closing. It's full of new life and new ministries. Made me so happy. And that moment I could look back and say, wow, all the hardship, all the trials they went through. God meant it for good. So that will be kind of an example of a story you will bring. What are the stories you can look back and say, God meant it for good or meant for good? If I were to share a story, uh, another example for a story that's ongoing is this. When Pastor Cass shared this, I'm so happy for church. I'm so happy for Pastor Cass. To be very honest, it was really hard for me to hear. I wanted to be the pastor who see the people I loved and cared for thriving, not struggling. I wanted to see this church with a new life. But not only did I, get, I didn't get to see it, I think to be very honest with you, I still carry that feeling. I failed. I felt as a pastor. I felt as a leader. I felt as a friend to all these people I loved and cared for. As I was listening, Pastor Kia sharing, and filled with so much happiness at the same time as filled with just depth of sadness that I failed. 
and have been carrying that story, and that story doesn't have, hasn't ended yet. And I kind of hesitate to share this with you today, but I want to bring it to you and say, here is what I'm going through. And honestly, that sense of failure as a leader and a pastor really is the reason why I, was una- I, have been, I am unable to fully involve in a life of church in so many ways. So I wanted to bring this ongoing story to you. And I ask you to join me in waiting with me and reminding me to pay attention to Jesus and keep waiting. Because one day we get to look back this story, my ministry in Boston, and say, God, meant for good, which I cannot say right now. When you, ask to sh- when you be asked to share, you don't have to cry. You don't have to <laughs> share two stories. <laughs> I do this because I get to. But, um, one thing we will ask you if you're to share is um, we'll give you this fabric, but just as a symbol, we want it at the end of the story, you to bring a fabric, just random fabric, whatever you have, symbolize your finished story or unfinished story as an act of submission to Jesus and to God's people, place this on the cross. If you have a story, uh, if my sharing has been helpful for you to think, oh, yeah, I have a story to share. So that you can join in, say, God meant it for good. Or I have a story I want to ask community to wait with me and pray with me and walk with me so we can say, God meant it for good. Please do contact Pastor Rebecca, Pastor Cheryl, Pastor Dan, Pastor, oh, myself, or anyone in, on the staff member. So we'll set a date for you. With that, I'm going to invite our praise team up to close us and get us even a step closer to potluck in annual meeting. (laughs) 